Good evening, everybody. How you doing? If you can stand, I'm going to get you to stand. If you can. If you physically can't, I get it. But I want part sometimes of standing. And if give me a wave if you were at our last night of power. All right. Part of standing is just an engaging. It's a staying switched on. Uh, you do burn more calories when you stand. You're welcome. I find that you stay less distracted when you stand. I think last time at our night of power, some people said to me, that's the most I haven't been on my phone consecutively for quite a long time. You know who you are. And so there's a component of these nights, and let me just explain what we're doing here, and we've just begun to do these as really out of obedience of a sense of what God wants us to do. We changed our name to C3 Powerhouse for a number of different reasons. One of them is we believe that the power of God is to be a calling card of the church, but specifically this church, where God's love is demonstrated through power in all sorts of different ways. Healing is one of them, but not just healing, in all sorts of different ways. And so years ago, the Lord spoke to Danielle and I about having a, a monthly uh, prayer meeting, or not a prayer meeting, a monthly service dedicated to just letting God move supernaturally in people's lives. The aim tonight is not that um, I will pray over every individual here, but it's just that if you open up your heart, that God will speak to you. You'll find that sometimes when somebody up here is having something go on in their life, you can, a couple of things can happen. You can create an atmosphere of faith by leaning in and just saying, okay, let's believe God to move in their life as if that's my, my brother or my sister or my son or my daughter or my spouse or whatever it might be, my mom and my dad, and we're going to lean in to, for them. But sometimes God will do something for one person up here and at the same time, and I actually believe this is part of our new era. And so sometimes people are going to, they're going to get healed up here and you've got the same thing going on in you and you're going to feel that same warm heat that's going through them is going to go through you and you're going to get healed. And if you do, just let's, let's just kind of create a new ground rule. If God heals you during the service at any point uh, and you know you're healed, not like I believe I'm healed. Sometimes when you get healed, you've got to go and see the doctor and get proof that you're healed. But if you're like, wow, I couldn't straighten my arm, but I just could now. Or I had a big cyst, we had a guy in here, had a massive cyst on his elbow, it just disappeared in church one night as we prayed uh, for that. And so if, the, if it disappears and you, it's gone, then just come up the front and talk to Dan Frecker. He's just here in the front row. Just come up to Dan and say, hey, I just had a, a healing miracle. And, and he'll, he'll just verify it. And depending on the flow of the meeting, we might ask you to share what God's just done to create faith. Because when you hear a testimony of what God's doing, it creates faith in us. Is it, is it, yep, you're with me, right? So that's just... That's just a new thing. Don't come up and grab, run on the stage and that's your big moment to tell your story. Uh, just check with Dan and he'll, he'll be doorway Dan. And whether you get on the stage or not, he's director Dan, he's danger Dan, he's, he's so many different things. We love. What else? Handsome Dan? It doesn't, rhyme, it doesn't start with D though. It has to start with D. Divine Dan, Ebony just said. Divine Dan. She didn't really, but I thought of that. No, I thought that would be weird if I thought of that, so I credited it to Ebony, just really quickly. It's part of what tonight's about, 
is we're so used to moving so quickly and we live in a world where our mind is super engaged but our heart and our spirit isn't necessarily and so I'm, I'm wanting to slow your mind down tonight so that your spirit can get filled with God with his love with his presence your heart can connect to God I loved your story Emily wherever you've gone uh, with, the, with Bubby somewhere probably I'll, I'll wait till she comes back because that was just so powerful to hear what God has done in her life spiritually emotionally relationally just the, the good things that God's doing and if you're here tonight and it's your first time or you've never been to a power a night of power then I, I just open up your heart there will be some things that maybe are weird, but hey, everywhere you go, there's some things that are weird. But behind it, everything we're doing is God's love. It's what the Bible talks about as the way that Jesus did things. We're not trying to create something whole new. We're just following the patterns established in the Bible. And the, and the reason we're, we're doing things here is we want to help. The ultimate aim is that people will grow in your relationship with God that through, through what Jesus has done at the cross, that we'll experience His love, we'll experience His forgiveness, we'll experience His power. We'll get free from all the, all the rubbish from our past that wants to sabotage our future, and we'll open up our hearts. I want us right across this place. Just lift your hands and surrender to God. Holy Spirit, we welcome you here tonight. We welcome your presence. I know you're going to move. I know you're going to move. Father, you're going to bring healing for people here. Physical healing, emotional healing, healing from torment, healing from fear. Freedom is going to come in this room. You're going to open our eyes of our heart to see spiritual truth and reality. Come in this place, Holy Spirit. Come in this place, Holy Spirit. Come in this place. I'm going to do a little bit of this tonight, praying in my heavenly prayer language. It's a language that the Holy Spirit gives me. He gives anyone who's hungry for it. I want you just, if you do pray in tongues, just pray in tongues with me right now. Come and fill us up. We're hungry for you, God. Fill us up. We're hungry for you, God. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Come and fill us up. Lord, every person here, those who don't know you, come and show yourself real and powerful. We pray tonight. Those who are, who are down and discouraged, let tonight things shift off. Every life, every heart in this place. We want to go out of here filled with the Spirit of God, on fire with your power, Holy Spirit. We want to reach a generation for Christ. We want to see a revival stirring in this place. We want to see the power of God flowing all through this place, filling this house up time and time and time again. Come, Holy Spirit. Come with your power. Come with your spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Um, Holy, just hear Holy. Can you come up here for a moment? 
because I reckon I remember last night of power you you got like boom God touched you come and tell us come up here come up here around here you're like I, I, alright here we go Just I want you to grab this um, tell us okay it's on so you can, you can hold it yeah this is Holly everybody Holly's just moved down from Bundy yeah, yeah Bundy right. in the last couple of months yeah, it's um, I moved February 13th. February the yeah. 13th. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's, that's last month. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and, and you got told that you should come to this church? Yes, yeah. By? Uh, her name's Emily Dart. Emily Dart. We love Emily Dart. We yes. sent her to Bundy, she sent you back. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah. you've grown up Christian. Um, I grew up Christian, but not in a Christian house. Um, okay. And I sort of came to my faith. I started my journey when I was about 11. Okay. Say. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I might just drop that down. Just, oh, the muse just slightly for a moment. Um, okay. Now, did you have the whole speaking in tongues filled with the Holy Spirit thing? Was that your... Did you, were you in a church like that before? No. No. So... Um, okay. That's okay. Just yeah. not, no. So you yeah. came here... And a month, so within the first couple of weeks, yeah. I said, who wants to get filled with the Holy Spirit yeah. and to speak in tongues? Yes. You were out here like a shot. Right before you made that call, and I'm not someone, I've never had that um, power to pray out loud. Right. And that night, I was praying louder than I've ever played before. The words were just flowing out. <laughs> and I'm still... <laughs> And I'm standing there and I'm praying and I, I start to feel like my tongue, it's like there's something right, right on the Right, because we just prayed for you to get filled with the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah, it was before you'd even, even done that, that, I could feel just it. Just in the atmosphere. And I'm thinking like, I'm this close. And then right as, you, and then right as I thought that, you yeah. said, if you haven't spoken in tongues, come up the front. Come up the front. So you are, I, this is the way I like to think of it. When we get filled with the Holy Spirit, yeah. speaking in tongues is, it's not the main thing. It's just the overflow of what's happening spiritually. We get filled and then that's what's going on. So you are getting filled by being in this atmosphere all night. Yeah. People yeah. around you praying, ready to spontaneously combust. And, and then yeah. what happened? Well, I came up the front and it was like, it was like the spirit was taking over my body. It wasn't just in my head anymore. I could feel like my whole body was shaking. I could feel this warmth spreading through. I could feel electricity crackling in my fingers. What the heck? Yeah. You told us like that. It was like you're on fire, right? Yeah. And that's why in the book of Acts, it says when the Holy Spirit came on them, there was like tongues of fire over them. That, this, yeah. is, this is Bible. So then you just started speaking in tongues? Yes. What was yeah. that like? It's like what you said. It's, you, you kind of like, there's this little part of you that wants to say, no, that's... that's up here, yeah, it's mind. just in You're my head. I'm making, it that, yep. I'm making that up, but it just keeps coming. And it's, you just know that there's power and that it's changing people and that like the Holy Spirit is moving, yeah. Amazing. And so have you been praying in tongues every day since? Been trying. It awesome. doesn't always come easy. Uh, okay, so that's the thing. So in the atmosphere like this, yeah. then you just got to work on it yourself. Put some yeah. worship music on every day. And just, yeah. Because what's, what's happening, and I can see it already happening for you, this new level of boldness is coming on you. Yeah. This new level uh, from God, because uh, you're not normally, like you said, uh, come up the front, talk in front of people, pe person? Yeah, not really, not like uh, this. I know. Well, look at you go, girl. You're on fire. And you're going to have more. There's, there's going to be more. I just see. I, I, 
I just see that microphone in your hand. I just see God's going to use you in all sorts of different areas, okay? Are you down here for uni or something? Yeah, You're here for yeah. uni. Yeah. I sure are, am. Are you part of the youth team yet? Um, I'm about to start, kind of. Kids. Kids. Yeah. Kids is awesome. Kids is yeah. awesome. Because as you get into kids and you're going to get opportunities to speak, more and more boldness is going to come on you. And God's going to use you, all right? Is that cool? Right, let's have that one for a moment. Just lift your hands to God. I'm going to pray for you. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your presence right now. For holy God, I thank you for what you've begun in her. The fire of God is coming into her right now. Holy Spirit, don't let the devil lock her up or rob her of what you've begun. I pray right now for the fire of heaven. Loose it in her, the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's just speak in tongues for a few minutes together. Holy Spirit, your power is in this place. Your power is in this place. People are going to get filled with the Holy Spirit as you stay in your seat right now. Be hungry for God. Be hungry for God. Don't be a spectator. Be hungry for God. Awesome. Um, Michelle. No? Where's, where's, was it Michelle? Where's Teresa gone? Yes. Come on up here right now. I just want you. You doing okay? You're doing, you're, actually, you're doing more than okay. There's such a great atmosphere here of faith. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on up. Yep, you're, you're coming up. You're coming up. Awesome. You going okay, Holly? That was good, right? That's the power of God. Don't stop. Get on fire. Ah, give me this, this one here. How are you going? Wonderful. You're wonderful. I just, yes. Okay. Last Sunday morning, we prayed for you. Yes. And God touched you. Absolutely. So just, just tell, tell us for a moment... You got hit by a car when you were walking on the side of the road as a pedestrian. Yes. How long ago? 2017. So almost two, uh, almost two years ago. Yeah. Okay. And so you're just walking along? Yep. Car? It hit me and it threw me into the windscreen of the car and I was thrown 10 metres up the road. Wow. So it was pretty horrific. That's very horrific. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so you, what, what was the result of that? So I, in, in the service, the Lord showed me a picture of someone lying on a stretcher with, you can see siren lights and, and it was like they were being looked after and neck braced and all different sorts of things because and people are all around you. And That's so, so true. That, and yeah. so you responded to that and yeah. came out. Yeah. So what, what was the ongoing effects of that accident? The ongoing effects were I had very severe post-traumatic stress, mm -hmm. anxiety, mm -hmm. nightmares, mm -hmm. couldn't sleep, um, headaches, um, vertigo, um, broken leg, um, two broken ribs. Uh, I had a lot of injuries, but the worst injuries were um, psychological. Right, mental issues. Mental issues, So that yeah. whole fear? So what did fear that, was huge. What did that do to you? It kept me a prisoner. For two years, I didn't leave the house. Didn't and, leave the house. And a month later, my mum died, and then three months later, my husband died. So oh, I so was sorry. in a really... Oh, it's making me cry thinking no, about it's okay. it. It's okay. Yeah, You're it a dark a, place. Oh, it was in a very dark oh, place. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so then yep. you've been tracking along, but trying to get out of the house? Trying or? to get out of the house, and it was on me for a long time to come back to church. I kept, 
I kept ignoring the voice and I remember one day my son, Sean Osborne, mm. said to me, Mum, why don't you go to church? Right. And when he said it, it really hit me and I thought, well, why haven't I gone to church? Right. So I did. I came to the Christmas carols. I brought some friends along and I've been coming ever since. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how, how did that fear demonstrated in your daily life because that hadn't left that fear was I couldn't be around people I couldn't talk to people if someone said they were coming over to visit I'd be looking at the clock thinking oh wish they'll hurry up and leave I just did not want to engage I wow. shut myself off I couldn't cope I couldn't wow. hear anyone talking and mentally it was too much it was overwhelming yep. for me and yep. so I just sat in the house and watched tv Wow. Yeah, okay. That, did you drive? That's how I survived. I eventually did drive, but the fear of driving, I'd see the car coming, it was red, yeah. and I'd see at the right keep coming for me, and I'd end up getting very anxiety. So is that what happened? Well, you got hit by a red car? Yes. Okay, so you, that, that would keep replaying? Yes, on and nightmares wow. of the red car wow. as well. Yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah. Okay, what happened last Sunday? Last Sunday, oh my gosh, <laughs> it was unbelievable. When you said what you said, and I knew it was me as soon as you spoke, I just my heart was beating so fast, and I knew it was me. And you prayed for me, and I felt this heat coming down the back of my, or it came through my head, and then it was going down my spine, and I couldn't stop shaking. I could just feel the power of the Holy Spirit coming on me, and um, and then you asked me to turn my head, and I'm oh my gosh, I can actually turn my head. I have been sleeping like a baby. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. My headaches are gone. Headaches are gone. I am no longer suffering anxiety. I, right. And that, that day, I got in the car and drove home and it was raining. And it wasn't until I got inside I realised, oh my gosh, you've driven without fear. Huh. Wow. <laughs> that was wow. huge. The fear of driving was Amazing. huge. Amazing. Me. Yeah. Wow. And now I'm driving everywhere and I don't even think about anything anymore. I don't see the red car coming right. for me anymore. Right. I'm sleeping like a baby. I don't have headaches. Come on. I haven't got vertigo. So good. <laughs> so good. Thank you, Michelle. Stay there for one moment. Come on, let's give the Lord a clap. Healing, freedom, deliverance, anxiety gone, the power of the Holy Spirit. Did you say you broke your leg? I did. Which leg? Up the top or down the bottom? Ah, oh, it? Do you still have problems with it with that with your leg? Okay, because my right leg is burning right now, and the Lord showed me that He wanted to heal uh, uh, someone's leg, and there might be someone else that we'll get to in a moment. Between your knee and your ankle, this is what I feel like. You've broken your leg at some point, um, the right leg. Uh, so if this would be the femur, Isaac, what would that one be? The tibia. Thank you very much. The, the what? Uh, the tibula or fibula? Yeah, I'm all over it. Awesome. So that's the fibula. Tibula. No, no. Okay, this is like a whole medical lesson as one night as well. Anyway, the one between your knee and your ankle, all right? The bone. If you broke that and, you, and it hasn't healed properly and you've got ongoing pain, the power of God is here to heal you right now. I want you to come up the front. But I'm just going to pray right now for healing in your legs, 
healing in your knees. Lift your hands to God, Michelle. That's the power of God just here. The one who's set you free, the one who's broken fear off you, the one who's broken pain out of your, your head and your neck, your spine, comes to bring healing into your legs and healing into your knees. In Jesus' name, release your power, Holy Spirit. Release your power, Holy Spirit. Release your power, release your power. Loose power into her body, in Jesus' name. Uh, okay, who's that? Who, who's the leg person? Who's that right leg person? You've broken your leg and there's ongoing problems with it. It may well have been her, but there might be somebody else. Just ask your neighbor uh, if that's you. The quicker we go, the more flow we get. Uh, who is it? Who is it? It may well be her. She broke that leg. All right. We're doing okay. We're doing okay. All right. Well, that must be for you then, Michelle. That's okay. Um, oh, you're, you're, you're like dobbing on someone. Oh, Emily's back. Hello, Emily. How are you going? I loved your testimony. That was, that was phenomenal. I'm going to get you guys to sit down for maybe five or ten minutes. Some of you are like, oh. But don't get your phone. Don't get your phone. Leave your phone. No need to take notes. How are you going, Michelle? You're pretty dizzy. That's God's power. Good dizzy. Are you all right? How's your, how's your leg feeling? Great? Better than it was? Yes, of course it is. Was it painful? It was painful. It's not painful anymore. Isn't that awesome? Come on. Come on, give the Lord a clap. Jesus is in this place. I just want to take a couple of moments because I believe in a, in, in a few minutes, God's going to set a number of people free from a spirit of fear. Okay, a, a spirit of fear. Um, I've got the door up here because I want you to under, I want to just give us a, a picture that spiritually, when you get born again, you get a brand new spirit. It's the DNA of Jesus Christ. We're one with Christ, your new spirit. The Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of you and he whispers and he talks to you. But being born again doesn't automatically mean that the demonic spirits, the evil spirits that have got on or in our life from our past have automatically gone. We, we begin a journey of getting free from evil spirits. And I want us to understand tonight, the Bible says, don't be ignorant of the devil's schemes. I want us to understand tonight that uh, the, the devil only has access into our life to torment us, to harass us, uh, to put thoughts in our mind of destruction, of discouragement, of intimidation, of fear. He puts thoughts in our mind like that. Sometimes there's physical sensations that go with that. Your skin will crawl. Uh, you'll get pins and needles, all sorts of different things. You don't have to have them, but that's, that's how he comes. And often we don't realize that these bombarding of our thoughts are coming from a spiritual source. We just think, oh, that's just normal, or everyone else puts it, or that's just me. That's just the way I'm wired. I'm, I'm mentally weak. Or I, I have, and we, we, sometimes we don't talk about it to anybody else because we feel like that would make us appear weak. But in actual fact, there's all this torment going on internally in our mind and in our heart and our spirit. And one of the things to understand is you, you won't be able to get the devil off you or out of you unless you get some understanding. 
So I want to give us a little bit of understanding tonight, and then we are going to pray for some people. The the enemy can come into our life uh, through multiple different things. The most obvious one, uh, if this is your life, there's there's like a a door or a spiritual door that can let spiritual beings into our world, okay? Uh, The Bible says, I think it's Ephesians 4.27, don't give the devil a foothold. Uh, It's like territory. So you can be a Christian, but the, the devil's got some territory in your life. And your and my uh, responsibility as believers is to rise up and take territory back from him. So, so now the way we do that is we recognize that we can. there are certain things that open the door for the devil who crouches at the door and he wants to come in, but he can't come in unless a few things. One, we open the door and then he's got a legal way into our life. And he's legally allowed to be in our life and we can try and get him out. But unless we close the door, he's like, oh yeah, you rebuked me yesterday, but I'm coming back today because you haven't closed the door. I'll talk about what the doors are, but also um, the, the devil can get into our life through ignorance. We just don't even realize he's, that what's going on is a spiritual problem. Not everything's a spiritual problem, but way more than you think is a spiritual problem. And it's an invisible realm that we can't see. So, so just ignorance will like, oh, well, that's just the way it is for me. That's just the way it's been for my family. That's just the way that I'm all, and we start to come into agreement with, with demonic spirits and we agree with them. And by agreeing with them, we keep the door open. Okay, uh, the other one is apathy. The, the devil can get a hold of our life, and, and sometimes God's like, "I want you to shift that thing through prayer." Through, and that's why we've got seven days of prayer going on. Some things are going to shift every morning and every night this week uh, for the next six days. Started today, our church has a prayer meeting. Okay, I want to encourage you to be there to get your freedom, but to keep your freedom. And so apathy, like, oh well, it's just always going to be this, and I lie down on the inside. The Bible says the kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. Sometimes something's got to rise up on the inside of us and take the ground that the enemy, the territory that he took. The main way is though, is through an open door. And an open door, there's a number of different things. The most obvious open door is sin. So if I sin, I'm opening the door. and And while that sin is unrepented of, so it's just like, yeah, I've got this thing going on. So I'll give you an example. If I'm, if I'm critical of people, that's sin. So therefore, I open the door to critical spirits to come into my life and to criticize and torment me. And until I confess my sin and, re- and repent and say, God, I'm sorry, that thing has a rightful place to keep coming in. And, be, and usually when a critical spirit comes on us, it's about ourselves first. And then we project that out to other people. So that's, that's the sin. We've got to realize it. Uh, there's all sorts of different sins. I'm not going to read the whole list out tonight. Uh, uh, that's not generally our focus as a church. Our focus as a church is the love of God, the holiness of Jesus Christ, what He's done to set us free. But we've got to recognize that there are so many different things that we can willingly or unwillingly be doing that open the door. Uh, uh, so you, you'll find um, I, I, there's a person I... I uh, told us her story and, and she slept with someone before she was married. Okay, sin. Sexual sin opens the door. When two become one, the Bible says the two become one flesh, uh, then in that, what, uh, uh, there's a bridge formed and whatever's on that person now gets on this person. 
That's just, that's just one of the ways that doors get open. This, this particular person prayed for years for healing, was incredibly powerful meetings, would get a sense of freedom, but the next day, that the same feeling of chronic fatigue and sickness would come back on them. Until one day in a meeting just like this, they heard this truth and realized that when they began to get sick way back at this particular point, and that particular person had those issues and they'd crossed the bridge into her life and she needed to go back and repent from those sins, break the soul tie form through, through uh, sexual relations and then renounce that devil to get it off her life, close the door and in that meeting got set free instantly and healed of long-term physical condition. Are we making sense here tonight? So that, that, that's, that's that. We could go through a whole lot of different things in terms of, in terms of what opens the door and gives the enemy a rightful place into our life. Uh, one of them in this, and sometimes the, the open door is not through something I did, but something that somebody else did to me. And then through what, that, that, um, their sin, the door gets opened. And often if, I'm un, if I do not forgive them for what they did, now their sin opened the door for me to be tormented, but my unforgiveness leaves the door open. And although it was, was not my fault, I've actually got to realize that was the door that, it, that allowed a, a spirit to get on me and begin tormenting me. And so I've got to go back and unforgiveness is a sin. And I've got to go back and say, God, what they did was wrong. It wasn't my fault. Sometimes the devil will try and make you feel like it was your fault but it wasn't your fault. And I closed the door by forgiving them in the name of Jesus. And in that moment, the, the, it's like a rock climber. A rock climber going up, uh, up and there's, there's footholds, there's, there's handholds. And that's what the Bible says, don't give the devil a foothold. The moment you close the door, nothing to hang on to, he's gone off your life. When, uh, but, okay, you've got to close the door and then you've got to rebuke the devil. So take authority. This is what we're going to do tonight. People are going to get set free. Rebuke the devil. Then when he wants to come back, the door's closed. Uh, so and he'll just come back and he'll whisper lies to you to try and be critical or blah, blah, all, all these different things. But you're going to stand and you're going to resist the devil. You've rebuked him. You've repented and closed the door, but now you're going to resist him by saying, no, you can't come back. I'm not going to have that fear back. I'm not going to have that sickness back. I'm not going to have those negative thoughts back. Uh, he'll keep trying, but you've got to literally daily pray in, pray in tongues, resist the devil, the Bible says, and he will flee. How long does it take resisting? Might be a week, might be a month, might be six months, might be two years. If it's taken a long time to get into your thought pattern, the resisting is by standing and resisting and beginning to believe what the Word of God says, replacing the lies of the enemy, okay? Separately, not tonight's message, but part of the healing journey for your heart is often to release the pain. That's not a, that's not a demon. There's just genuine pain of things that's happened to us. And talking to people, counseling, the atmosphere of the presence of God. When, Emily, you talked about tears, Tears is pain leaving our heart. Some of you come to church and you're like, why am I crying? I never cry. That's because the Holy Spirit is pouring love in and love is moving pain out. So releasing pain is a, is a big part of the journey of transformation and healing as much as the spiritual things we're talking about, but that's not tonight's message. All right, L last two things I want to tell you. Okay, another way spirits get access to our life is what we would call a generational curse or, or a generational spirit. 
This is where our forefathers' sins has opened the door to the devil. And now because I'm born of the same uh, DNA, what's on them got on you. And you watch often how in families, and sometimes it's, there can be a genetic component to it, but sometimes it's purely a spiritual component to it. And you go, uh, yep, my parents divorced, my grandparents divorced, my, grand, my great-grandparents, and there can be this, this whole fear, but it's not just fear, a spirit attached to a person. And you can get free from that, but it starts out by becoming aware of it. It's generational, and so it can be sickness can travel through lines. For me, uh, a generational thing I had to break was a poverty spirit. I heard uh, my parents, my dad talk particularly about our grandfather, my grandfather and how they were farmers and they tried to buy some particular land and then the, great de- the depression hit and that, that they went bust and had to sell it off. And I realized at that point, God gave me insight, there's a poverty thing that hit your family through that disappointment and you've got to, you've got to break that off. You've got to come out from under that and it, it doesn't have to be yours. When you get born again, you get a new genetic line. You get a new bloodline, the bloodline of Jesus Christ, but you've got to take authority over whatever the generational curses are. Are we doing okay? Okay, all sorts of different things. I'm just giving some, some coverage here. Then the last one is, is trauma. Trauma can be an open door to the enemy. What Michelle described was an accident. And an accident fear... And trauma that that particular experience opened her soul up to a demonic spirit of fear. And then anxiety wasn't her fault. It was just a moment. Trauma in all sorts of different ways will open people up both to emotional, um, emotional scarring that needs to be processed and healed, but also spirits. So you've got to understand, don't ever try and be like, oh yeah, that, everything is a demon, okay? Okay, there's your, there's your mind, there's your heart, and then there's your spirit. But often the spirit thing is, is the first thing that's got to go so that my heart can get healed and my mind can get renewed. And so, so in that particular moment, she's come out the front, I've real, straight away the Holy Spirit's like, that's a spirit of fear that's got on her. In a moment, we break that thing in the name of Jesus, it goes off her. Now, here's the interesting thing. Often, it's not just a spirit of fear, but attached to it is pain. And where a person should have healed, the condition of pain is locked into them and they, they physically can't heal. What is that? That's because the demons got on in that moment of trauma. And, all the, and the doctors will go, well, we don't know what we, can, we can't do anything else for you. We've tried everything. You sh- this makes no sense. Your body should have got b- been getting healed by now, but it's not. And in that moment, always I go, Lord, awesome. We just need to shift this thing, and then healing's going to flow into that person. We shift this thing. We close the door. We rebuke the devil. He might try and come back with fear. He might try and come back with even some symptoms. Sometimes a f- a healing is actually a demonic thing, not always. But he comes back with symptoms and that symptom comes on you and you just got to rise up on the inside and say, no, I'm not going to have that back. All right, so let's stand up on our feet. That was, that was tonight's preach. I'm, I'm wondering if you're like, you know what, I experienced some, that what you just said is making a lot of sense to me. Some of you, even as I was speaking, the Holy Spirit was saying to you, was reminding you of, a, of an incident 
or a spirit of, where, where a spirit of fear has got on your life, or as I'm speaking, real hope's coming to you that you can get free from fear and anxiety, and that, that's coming to you, or what's going on is you're actually feeling quite agitated as I'm talking about that. And that agitation that you're feeling is actually a spirit agitating you. You like, feel like doing a runner. That's not God. That's that thing realizing that it's, it's about to get evicted from its unrightful territory. All right, so if, if this is you right now, if you're saying, that's me, I, I, I can recognize either trauma or this fear and anxiety that's got in my life, just I want you to raise your hand and say, that's me. I'm in that category. All right. I want you just to come on down the front right now. Oh, Jesus. Let's just sing that song while we're doing this power in His name.